Now premiering on the Studio DNA Network, Sif Pop Writers Room, a new show consisting of the writers of SifPop.com. On a rotating basis, we'll be discussing some classic movies we're watching for the first time, some comic book movies, some nostalgic movies, and what TV shows we're currently watching. But each week, we'll also be taking a look at the movies that are coming out soon and give our thoughts on how we think they will turn out. If you love movies, Sif Pop Writers Room is the place to be. So come on in and we will pull up a chair for you. Today I am talking about 1985's cinematic masterpiece, Teen Wolf, uh, starring Michael J. Fox, uh, America's Little Sweetheart at the time. Boy, 1985 was a great year for Michael J. Fox. Uh, Before I get into talking about Michael J. Fox and uh, the great movie Teen Wolf, I want to talk about a new sponsor we have on the show. That's right, it's Best Choice Club Soda, and here to talk about it is their celebrity spokesperson, the nature boy, Chris Holland, that's right, world traveler, jet flying, uh, limousine riding, and uh, he's going to tell you all about club soda from Best Choice and why it is, in fact, the best choice. Here he is, Chris Holland. Go! Whether I'm fighting fires, wrangling snakes, riding elephants... There's only one choice for me, and that's the best choice. I drink it in the morning, I drink it in the evening, I drink it at noontime. Heck, when I'm thirsty at night, I wake up, go to the fridge, crack one open, chug her down, and that's all she wrote. Have yourself a great day, and choose best choice. 
Well, thank you, Chris, for that. Uh, we are excited for this partnership with Best Choice. Uh, man, it is the best choice. Uh, it's unbelievable, actually. It's going to change your life. Uh, we want to uh, just start out by saying, uh, welcome again. Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, my name is Jack, and thanks for uh, coming in today. Uh, wherever you're listening, uh, just uh, know that I appreciate you listening the download, we just it's, it's phenomenal, it's so much fun, and uh, I like uh, talking about movies like Teen Wolf, and I don't know, recently, last time I talked about Roadhouse, and it's technically an 80s movie, uh, this time, talking about Teen Wolf, there's just something magical about 80s movies, uh, they, I think movies were really hitting their stride, everyone was dependent on the movie-going experience in the theater, uh, rentals were not as prominent. Even in 1985 here, uh, the rentals were not as prominent. And I'm telling you, uh, this movie benefited from, uh, one, Michael J. Fox having an unbelievable month uh, prior to this. Uh, this movie came out uh, August 23rd, 1985. Uh, Back to the Future, I believe, came out uh, July 3rd. 1985. What a wait, one month period, one and a half months there. Uh, Michael J. Fox, I mean, this guy is riding high. He is a uh, July 3rd, 1985 is when uh, Back to the Future came out. And like I said, August 23rd, uh, 1985 is when Teen Wolf came out. Uh, I'll get into the details in a bit, but uh, just this guy, Michael J. Fox, what a character uh, has become. And even uh, more important uh, part of cinema. Uh, and let's just talk a little bit. Let's have a little spotlight, a little artist spotlight to start out with, uh, of Michael J. Fox. Uh, you know, Michael J. Fox uh, started out, his real uh, beginning claim to fame, I, I guess. Uh, he's in a few movies, uh, Midnight Madness in 1980 and Class of 1984 in 1982. Uh, which I've not seen that movie. Uh, Television-wise, he started out as a young actor in, in the television in a television show called The Magic Lie. Uh, then uh, his re- really got his big claim to fame. Let's just be honest. Uh, was uh, in television was uh, starting in 1982. He was Alex P. Keaton uh, in 176 episodes of Family Ties, which now uh, in the year 2020. Uh, we don't think about maybe family ties. I mean, a lot some of us do if we remember when it was on. Uh, I would have been around and watching it at some some level. Uh, it ran from 1982 to 1989, but Michael J. Fox really uh, broke through uh, on that show and did some just uh, big big things on that show. It was a very highly acclaimed show, and uh, he benefited from it so much that then he goes on to uh, star in. Uh, Back to the Future, and Eric Stoltz was actually the original person cast to be Marty McFly, but uh, Robert Zemeckis didn't necessarily like um, Eric Stoltz in that role, uh, brings on Michael J. Fox, and uh, they literally had already shot a bunch with Eric Stoltz, uh, which I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Mask, and not Jim Carrey's Mask, but a movie with Cher in it, um, called Mask, 
and uh, Eric Stoltz, that's probably his biggest claim to fame. But anyway, he was replaced, Eric Stoltz was replaced by Michael J. Fox in uh, Back to the Future, and the rest is history. Um, and I cannot believe, one, that, that Teen Wolf came out uh, 35 years ago. I can't believe, uh, I cannot believe that um, Back to the Future came out that long ago. It's unbelievable. We don't even have flying DeLoreans yet. Uh, but some of that movie has kind of come true. There's parts of it uh, that have definitely kind of come true. And um, well, I won't get into that because we're talking about Teen Wolf. None of Teen Wolf has come true. Unless you know about it. And if you do, uh, let me know. Send me an email. Jack at the com. Tell me if you personally know a Teen Wolf. Uh, and maybe we'll figure out a way to, I don't know, talk to some people on a conspiracy show somewhere. And perhaps... Uh, you can come forward with your information. Or if this were Unsolved Mysteries, we would have Robert Stack come in and uh, he would talk and he would have you come in and uh, if you know any details of the, the, any information from this episode, please call us at, and then he would have a 1-800 number. So if you know a Teen Wolf, let us know. Uh, we'd be very interested to find out. Uh, Teen Wolf 1985, let's just go down the list here. It is time uh, time for some deets, the details of the movie. Uh, Teen Wolf, directed by Rod Daniel. Rod Daniel has an illustrious career in television directing. Um, he is best known, uh, Teen Wolf, uh, he directed a movie called K-9. He also directed Beethoven's Second, which is the sequel to the hit dog uh, movie Beethoven. Um, and then really beyond that, he did a TV film called Home Alone 4, which I don't know anyone that's ever actually seen Home Alone 4. It's, again, a TV movie. Why they made it, who knows? Not sure. Rod Daniel, thank you. Uh, next up, uh, let's just talk about this guy, Jeff Loeb. He wrote this. Jeff Loeb is a highly successful person in Hollywood. Uh, he is tremendously successful. He is quite possibly uh, one of the uh, one of the, the main cats, if you will. He's he's done uh, a lot of things. He produced and wrote uh, on Smallville and on Lost. Uh, he did films like Commando and again, like I said, Teen Wolf. Uh, he was a co-executive producer on Heroes, which I've if you've ever listened to this podcast, especially early on, uh, I, when I would have Jared Chester on, we would talk a lot about uh, Heroes and uh, how it went off the deep end quickly. Uh, he's worked a lot with superhero type movies uh, and, and comic book uh, themed animated shows. Uh, Batman Hush, Batman the Long Halloween, uh, the Daredevil animated uh, series, or Daredevil animated uh, movie, um, and just a lot of uh, things like that. Um, he is involved heavily with... Uh, the Netflix Marvel Universe. So uh, he is highly involved with Luke Cage, uh, with with uh, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, and he. Um, you know, uh, my wife uh, went to high school with one of the writers on, or actually one of the producers, the other one of the other producers on Luke Cage. Kayla Cooper is her name. So uh, there's a t connection. The uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon 
there you go. My wife's connection to uh, one of the producers on the Luke Cage show that was on Netflix. So pretty cool. He also did the Defender show that was on there as a one shot. Uh, Jeff Loeb had a real career, an actual career. And it wasn't just based on Teen Wolf, so pretty cool. Uh, Michael J. Fox stars in this bad boy. Uh, you have a great cast, and uh, let's go down the list here. Michael J. Fox plays Scott Howard. James Hampton plays Harold Howard. James Hampton, a great 80s character actor. Uh, he's in a lot of things in the 80s. He's got that aw shucks, uh, he's your dad kind of look on him. You know he probably wears white uh, New Balance shoes with lots of support and um, probably some Dr. Scholl's insoles in those. Uh, you have Boof, who's his girlfriend, Lisa. Boof Marconi, uh, played by Susan Ercidi. Uh Styles is a very prominent character in this. Jerry Levin plays that character. Uh, you have uh, Lewis as another character. Uh, his friend is Chubbs, Chubby, uh, played by Mark Holton, another character actor from the 80s who I've seen in other things recently still around um, Pam Wells plays Lori Griffin the principal in this one is Vice Principal Rusty Thorne uh, played by Jim McCrell who's got a long career in acting and in my head when I first, before I rewatched this I thought that the principal in this movie was the same I don't know why but the same principle from Back to the Future. I guess it's this thing in my mind that I made the connection between the two. And then when I watched it back, I'm like, oh, okay, I remember this guy now. But it was weird because I first saw the principal and thought, oh, oh, it's not that guy. The bald guy from Back to the Future, who is also in the Masters of the Universe movie, which is also horrible. Check that one out. The Masters of the Universe movie is worse than this movie. Um, anyway. And, uh, and, and then others. There are just others in here. I won't go down the list of other folks. But uh, a great soundtrack. A lot of generic 80s stuff. Um, and uh, not, not the, not the uh, iconic soundtrack uh, that was the... Uh, oh, uh, Back to the Future. Uh, not, as, not, any, not anywhere near the amount of Huey Lewis in this movie. You've got to have Huey Lewis in an 80s movie. And it's, this movie... Maybe that's what makes this movie horrible to me, is that there's not enough Hewlett's. That's actually not what makes it horrible. But uh, So there you go. Uh, what else? Uh, there's your cast. Uh, a August 23rd, 1985 release. Um, a runtime of 92 minutes. At times it drags. Even at 92 minutes it drags. It's interesting. Uh, and Because um, there's some boring parts in the middle. There's some boring stuff in the middle uh, when he's just discovering his inner wolf. A uh, budget of $1.2 million, and this blew my mind, a budget of $1.2 million and a box office of $80 million. Good job, Michael J. Fox. You are rocking it. Uh, in 1985, you're making a lot of money. You know, Back to the Future made $380 million, and this movie making $82 million off of a $1.2 million budget. These people weren't paid anything to do this movie. This was like community theater or like public access television, basically, with a $1.2 million budget. That wouldn't even pay for catering uh, on one of the uh, Marvel movies today, folks. Like, that wouldn't even pay... Uh, that wouldn't even pay for, um, you know, the lattes on, um, on a um, Natalie Portman movie. Of her lattes or steamed milk or whatever she would drink in, in the, on those sets. Uh, 
1.2 million, that's pretty cheap. What a great return on investment. Phenomenal. There you go, there's your deets. Uh, plot for the movie. Let's just talk a little bit about this movie here. Uh, we've already talked about Michael J. Fox. Um, you know, Scott Howard, guys, is a, he's a uh, high school student. Uh, he's 17 years old. Didn't realize he was only 17 because there's a, a few scenes in this movie where he is uh, drinking. And I found that to be interesting. Uh, it's very 80s for them to try to go get beer. This is a PG movie, uh, but uh, there's a, not anything too over the top. Uh, you don't really have to hide your kids on this one necessarily, uh, but it's definitely 80s. And so the 80s allowed some different things than we allow. Even though nowadays you can watch things that allow some crazy things that back in the 80s would have never been put on television, but the 80s would allow some odd innuendo uh, and uh, this movie has some of that in there. So uh, Scott is a just a regular old uh, high school student. It's pretty boring. His only claim to fame is that he does play on the basketball team, the uh, Beavers. Is the school or the team he plays for? Uh, it's a town in Nebraska. You're really uh, left to just kind of whatever on the town, but the team is the Beavers, and. Um, he, he gets to play, but they're horrible. They're absolutely the worst team ever. Uh, and he is somehow their best player. But if you know anything about basketball, if you've ever watched basketball or played yourself, when you watch Michael J. Fox, you realize he is not very athletic. And he uh, is definitely not a very good basketball player. Uh, he's looking at the ball while he dribbles. Uh, he shoots kind of like, um, I don't know, an, uh, an average fourth grade boy, probably, somewhere in that range. Uh, and he he just is not not real athletic, uh, but there's a secret that his family keeps. It's a long heritage secret. You don't even realize that. But uh, one day he uh, he's in class and he starts to itch. His his fingers itch and his hands itch. And he looks down and he's got a hand that has some hair on it. So he runs into the bathroom and at the school and he looks down at his hands and they've got hair on them. And then he looks in his eyes and they're red. Uh, and then he left class, the principal shows up and asks him, why are you out of class? And he thinks he's caught, but then he looks at his hands and the hair is gone, which kind of surprises me that the hair just goes away that quickly. Uh, he just comes and goes, it's interesting. And um, I don't know the science on werewolves. If I knew the science better, then maybe, then maybe I could you know, break this down, but the hair goes away. And so he uh, you know, gets reprimanded, goes back to class, as at home later, gets pumped up, angry about something, and um, he uh, wolfs up for the first time. Uh, and he is in the bathroom, uh, wolfing up, and he's wigged out by it. He doesn't know what to think. What, what would you do if you wolfed up like this? You would be upset. It would, it would freak you out. So he's freaked out. His dad knocks on the door and uh, says, Son... Let me in, I, I, no matter what it is, I will understand. Well, and you know what he's thinking. He's thinking, there's no way, Dad. You're not going to understand this. Guess what, though? He opens the door, and his dad, uh, Mr. Howard, uh, who runs the hardware store in town, he is a wolf, too. And he tells him his family, his whole family, you know, we're all wolves. Um... We howl at the moon. Uh, we're wolves. And uh, it's a secret. He's had his whole life. Doesn't know why. They just do. So um, once he taps into this power, 
He's able to uh, talk the uh, liquor store owner uh, very diplomatically, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, into giving him a keg for their party, for Styles' party, because Styles, his best friend, is a schemer. Uh, he's kind of like a Zach Morris type character, uh, always got a scheme and a plan. And um, it kind of alienates him when some of, the, some of the other friends find out that he is a wolf. What happens, the first time he wolfs up in a basketball game, uh, is um, he's on the, the, there's a loose ball. He dives for the loose ball. Other players dive on top of him, kind of a dog pile situation. Uh, however, um, he is on the bottom of the pile. And then they proceed uh, to pile on top of him, and he breaks out of the pile. And when he comes out, folks, he's a wolf. Harry, uh, and he is uh, now really good at basketball. I would say, and I don't, in my notes, can't find anywhere, but I believe that he is, it's a different actor that plays him and the wolf character. Has to be. I mean, unless Michael J. Fox is this good of an actor to go from being really bad at basketball to looking, I mean, like he knows how to do it. It look, look, looks like he knows what he's doing. Uh, now, the dunk scene is pretty lame looking. But what are you going to do? It's Hollywood. And again, did I tell you the budget? It's $1.2 million. Uh, that is a pittance. That, that's a, that is a uh, pittance. Robert Downey Jr. has spilled more liquor uh, on sets than $1.2 million uh, worth of a budget. So pretty crazy. Good job, Team Wolf. So anyway, uh, basketball starts up, and now the whole town has wolf fever, has teen wolf fever, and he is uh, cashing in on it. Uh, he has a rivalry with the, uh, the, their opposing team, the Dragons. And um, Mick is this guy's name. Scott really likes, uh, Scott really likes uh, this girl. Um, what is her name? I forgot her name. And I'm a genius. Uh, her name is, drumroll please, Lori. And uh, he... Likes her, but Mick, uh, played by another 80s character named Mark Arnold, uh, Mick uh, is angry and upset. Uh, their rivalry uh, gets a little bit out of hand. Eventually, Laurie wants to be with the Teen Wolf. This alienates his friend's booth. A little bit of Styles, but Styles kind of eggs us on because it makes him more popular. His friend Chubb, Chubby, did I mention Mark Holton as Chubby? He uh, is not having any of this crap and hates that now his friend Scott has turned his back on him to be a cool guy. Uh, and so now we're looking at um, a rivalry between Mick and Scott. Scott gets the girl. Uh, Boof really likes Scott, his best friend. They have a weird scene after playing, I think, spin the bottle, I think. Uh, and they end up in a closet. It's a classic 80s makeout section. In the, uh, in the closet, and um, they, uh, yeah, anyway, it's awkward. Long story short, uh, Scotty has to come to a realization. His dad talks to him, listen, you're either going to be this wolf and out of control, or you're going to learn to control your inner wolf and be Scott. You're Scott. The wolf, we don't know what causes it, but you can't let the wolf take over. That's a great lesson for life, folks. The inner wolf, we cannot let it take us over. 
every second. We're wanting to break out. We're wanting to free ourselves and just let our hair down, if you will. Let our claws out that we can't always be that person. Sometimes we can, but not always. And definitely, we get to the, I guess, conference district state basketball championship. I don't know. Uh, they don't really specify very well because that's what Hollywood does. They don't really understand real life things, so they just make up crap. Uh, it's kind of like the movie Varsity Blues. Yeah, it's just this um, fabrication of something football. It's weird. Anyway, uh, much like this, it's like a, you know, this basketball is like Saved by the Bell basketball games, where Zach and Slater would be there, and you, they kind of act like they know what they're doing, but they really don't. And they're in this tiny gym building thing. And it's just weird. Anyway, but back to the... Uh, I want to say back to the future. Back to Team Wolf. Um, they have this state championship, conference championship. It's a championship. And Team Wolf is... Uh, you know, Scott comes to the conclusion, I'm going to do this without the wolf. I've got to be myself. And he does it. The team's losing. And then he slowly brings it. Now, he, at halftime, he decides he's going to bring it back. Um, and he, um, <laughs> um, he comes out. He arrives, actually. He, he, doesn't even, he doesn't even come out to start the game as the Wolf or anything else. But he shows up at the game. They let him play as Scott. And uh, it comes down to the final shot. And um, he hits... Uh, his free throws at the end, he gets fouled really hard by Mick. Uh, I think it's into the uh, trophy case. And uh, he goes to the line, shoots a couple free throws, and um, he wins. And it's phenomenal. Um, um, pa- uh, his lady friend uh, is basically like uh, Pam. Uh, the Pam, the Lori girl that he, he was after, uh, Pam, she uh, basically doesn't like Mick anymore because he's a jerk. Uh, and Boof and Scott are together happily ever after. Uh, if you watch, there's a scene here, folks. The championship game, there's a scene at the end, and there's a horrible thing, and I don't know which cut it's on. I have, sadly to say, I've seen it. Because there's one cut, and I think it's the home release of this, that there is a person in the crowd, one of the extras, who legitimately reveals himself, I'm not lying, reveals himself in the end of this movie, in the crowd. It's unbelievable. And that it made it through, it's crazy. It's very subtle, (laughs) as subtle as that can be, but there it is, right there, and it's insane. I would say the, the versions they show on television, they by now, by 2020, they figure this out, that it's, that it's there. But look it up. Maybe don't Google that. Maybe that's not something you should Google, probably. Um, you know, Teen Wolf, person reveals himself in... I mean, maybe don't do that. But it's in there. And uh, even if you Google Teen Wolf um, kind of crazy production stuff, you'll... Uh, someone in a... I'm sure in a Reddit article or something, will describe this situation. So anyway, uh, that's all I've got for that. Uh, Teen Wolf. Uh, this one was so well received, they made a animated mo- an animated series, and uh, the beginning song of the show uh, was a little bit of a ripped-off version of that. Uh, but 
close. I added a few things to it, to be honest. And then, um, and then also, uh, a <laughs> Teen Wolf 2 starring, um, oh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Uh, it's not even starring, uh, it's not even starring Michael J. Fox. It is starring a guy from Arrested Development. What's his name? Help me. Someone. Someone yell it. Yell it loud enough. Yell it. Yell it, yell it out loud. Jerry, no, not Jerry O'Connell. Uh, my gosh, I am going to lose my grits on this one. Here we go. I'm on it. I'm on it. Here we go. Sequels. Jason Bateman. Wowzer. Why couldn't I think of Jason Bateman? Anyway, so the sequel has Jason Bateman in it. He boxes. He doesn't even play basketball. It's really weird. Uh, it's actually really horrible. This movie, uh, from a production standpoint, is pretty horrible because it's a pretty archaic 80s-style movie. Uh, there are some, there's just some lame, dumb stuff in it. But overall, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at about a 40%. Uh, and that's probably about right for it. Um, it's definitely not Back to the Future, and the legacy of it's definitely not Back to the Future. But man, have you ever had two movies in a summer that produced, um, you know, one $80 million and one uh, $380 million? So, there's your legacy, folks. Pretty good summer for Michael J. Fox. All right, well, it's about all I've got. Uh, I want you to know um, to treat others well. I've said this a few times in the show, and I really mean that. Um, when you have a chance to treat somebody well, you treat others as you would like to be treated. Uh, be over nice to people. Let's hold some doors for people. Let's be positive. Let's listen to each other's issues and problems, and the world is going to be a better place. Um, don't rush to judgment. Also, tap the brakes sometimes on our reactions to things. Sometimes if we wait a little bit and don't react so quickly, the right answer comes to fruition. Uh, the best, probably best advice I can give you just to treat each other well, uh, and everything's going to be great. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Remember, uh, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. And uh, we'll leave you with some Teen Wolf from the uh, Teen Wolf Band. I just named that band that. So, Anyway, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Also, remember our sponsor, Best Choice uh, Club Soda. Thanks, Chris Holland, for that. Uh, you are awesome. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Teen Wolf coming out to play. Well, I'm a Teen Wolf. I'm on a howl today. Riding on the back of my dad's hardware store van Surfing with an attitude And I've got hair all over my body Because I'm a teen wolf Coming out to play Well, I'm a teen wolf I'm gonna howl today I won the state basketball championship In the end I showed you that I was Better as a human Except I could no longer dunk And in fact When I dribble I had to look at the basketball When I was a wolf I jumped from the free throw line And dunk When I'm a human Well did I mention I will look at a basketball Cause I'm not real athletic Cause I'm a Whoa!